not sober. It looks he, a lot of people. He is sober. He probably maybe he did back in the day. You look so cute. You do too. No, I swear you look really cute. Really? Yeah. <laughs> really? Tell me again. We've been filming for two weeks. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> no, me too. <laughs> me too. Why? I don't know. Let me turn my phone off. Oh. What happened? Oh, my God. This. Please. No, I'm not taking a Please sip Please take it. a little sip. Just a little one. No, it has bad words on it. You have to. You're going to die. It smells. Take a tiny little sip. A tiny little sip. Please. Why do you want to do this to me? Because you will never be the same. Well, I... What is that? No, you know what this Take a little no, I smell it. I don't need it to. It tastes like... D don't say it. <laughs> Do you know what it smells like? You Have you ever had V8? That tomato juice drink? Take a little sip, please. What is that? The things I do for you. Girls Gone Bible. My name is Angela. I'm Ari. And this is a faith-based podcast where we like to talk about Jesus and the Bible and all things to do Christianity. But we are two people who have had a really long, tumultuous journey <laughs> in life. Um, and it has all brought us back to God and to Jesus. And so that's what we're here to talk to you about today. Yay! So how was your week? I was with you all week. Oh, it was I your birthday. Oh, yeah, it was my birthday. Everybody wish Ari a happy birthday through the screen. I can't believe we didn't get to do like a birthday episode, but we forgot before. You make such a big deal I about make, the birthdays. I am obsessed with people's birthdays. I love it. Like, you made it's, my whole birthday. Just being with I you did? was enough. What yeah. did we do? What did we do? What is it about oh. when someone asks you, what did you do today? We forget, like you forget what happened. But we're about to be together for two weeks. I cannot wait. So basically we're going She's to Vancouver. And you? How was yours? What's going on with you? Anything How was my new? what, birthday? Anything new? Uh, Why do you look so happy? <laughs> um, What's up? Nothing. Um, I don't know. I've just been chilling. God. What have you been doing? <laughs> I actually, I realized something recently. What? So, hmm. I have gone most of my life. <laughs> what are you going to say? No. <laughs> I've gone most of my life truly thinking that I was like sinless and perfect. It turns what? out I'm not. It turns out I'm not, to my surprise. You thought you were sinless and perfect. <laughs> I was sinless. Yeah, I thought I was sinless and perfect. And I don't know. Um, the Lord has actually revealed to me recently that I struggle with pride a little bit. We start a podcast called Girls Gone Bible, what used to be Girls Gone Wild, and she thinks she's sinless and perfect. Okay. I do. I, I, I realize that I have pride. Um, and, and That you definitely do. You That's think? That's where it... half of our fights come from. Okay. okay. Uh, you don't need to pile on because I'm about to tell on myself. <laughs> I, I realize, I'm trying to confess to you. But I was going to just give you a, a compliment. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I will tell you something. You'll be very prideful and try to defend yourself but then you come down you're like okay and then you change it well yeah, that's what I was gonna say I have a habit of not I, I, it's hard for me to admit when I'm wrong in the moment oh, that's so hard to say it's hard for me to admit when I'm wrong in the moment but I always come around always so what are we talking about today 
My favorite subject, faith, faith. and healing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what story are we reading? So we're actually going to read a couple of things. And I'm honestly, I've been so excited for today's episode because our whole journeys have been us healing through Jesus. Yeah. Like we've been through together. a lot together and separately. And like our faith in Jesus has healed us. We have overcome so much through, we've overcome everything through our faith in Jesus mm. um, and received so much healing, mental healing, uh, physical healing, emotional healing. And so basically our message today is kind of, it's about healing through faith. And it's about how Jesus says in the Bible so many times to people, he has like so many instances of doing miracles of healing. And he always says, your faith has made you well. Go, your faith has made you well. Um, So today we're going to start with the story of the woman with the issue of blood. Um, That is going to be in Luke chapter 8. Okay. So the story of the woman with the issue of blood, basically there was a woman who had a chronic menstrual hemorrhage, which would have been ovarian or cervical cancer. And according to the Mosaic law, she was treated as unclean. So at the time she couldn't be around anybody, not even her own family. If she went around people or people were around her, she could lose her life and be stoned to death because Mm. of it. So she was completely ostracized from society. Um, And then at this point in Luke, Jesus is going out, he's in a crowd of people and he's going to this man, he's a, um, this man Jairus, he's the ruler of the synagogue and he came to Jesus and begged him to come to his house for he had an only daughter about 12 years of age and she was dying. Um, But as he went, the multitudes thronged Jesus. Now a woman having a flow of blood for 12 years who had spent all of her livelihood on physicians and could not be healed by any came from behind and touched the border of his garment. And immediately her flow of blood stopped. And Jesus said, who touched me? When all denied it, Peter and those with him said, Master, the multitudes throng and press you. And you say, who touched me? But Jesus said, Somebody touched me, for I perceived power going out from me. Now when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared to him in the presence of all the people the reason she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. Mm. And Jesus said to her, Daughter, be of good cheer. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Now... There's so much to go over just on this story. (sighs) You know, I think this is one of my favorite stories. I think, honestly, out of all the stories, I relate to this one the most. Why is that? Because it doesn't have to always be like... You, you like if you're sick, this yeah. could be if you have a broken heart, if you're isolated, if yeah. you're just going through something so painful yeah. internally, then you're in that desperate need for him. Yeah. And you're in that and you just like you need help and yeah. you're just reaching out in desperation. And the story, she's so desperate and she just t- it's so beautiful. It's one of my favorite stories, too, because mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's like our story. It's it's truly like we in our true, like you said, desperation for Jesus is where we found healing. And I just, I, I think there's so many things to go over about this. So I think about when she says, so today is all about faith. We're going to talk so much about it and, and how to have faith. 
but she says, where is it? So the girl, the girl has had um, a blood issue for 12 mm-hmm. years. And at this point, I would imagine if I was her or if anybody else was her, you would get to a point where you lose faith in God. And you're like, actually, God probably isn't. I know what he promises, but he's probably not going to heal me because it's been a long time. Yeah. I've lost so much. I've There's no way he can restore all these years that I've lost to this issue. Like this girl has lost her life to yeah. this. She can't be around people. And still through... through this trauma that she has endured with this issue and and anybody else would not have hope. She says with her mouth, if only I could touch his garment, I will be healed. And so I just, we talk about it all the time, the power of words and the things that we say. And I really encourage people when you're going through something difficult, watch your tongue, watch what you say, because you can't receive God's healings when you're disagreeing with it with what you say, you know what I mean? Like you, you, you are stopping his healing by not believing that he's gonna heal you. That's right, that's right. And I always say too, it's really, it's hard. It's yeah. hard to have faith sometimes. For me, that's why I know I went through such a storm is because he needed to teach me that because my fear and my anxiety became my worship. Oh, yeah. Like, it really did. And that's why I couldn't get to the next step of my life because I'm sitting there speaking death all the time, living in fear, living in anxiety. How is God supposed to do the work Mm. when you're just sitting there not trusting him? Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I We talk about speaking death over the situation all the time. I think another thing about this woman is that she, she wanted to be healed. And she was willing to sacrifice and she Mm -hmm. was willing to pay the price. I mean, she paid lots and lots of money and she went in the middle of this crowd when she if she was around even her own family she could get stoned to death Mm -hmm. so she went in the middle of a crowd she risked it risked it all to get near Jesus she didn't care what the cost was she was going to get near him yeah and you can only imagine how humiliating that was for her she's bleeding she's running in the middle of the crowd and it's I think that's one of the most beautiful things about being in such a place of vulnerability it brings you to such a humility yeah a humility and that's what I think storms are all about bringing you to a humility where Mm. you're just like I'm all yours yeah have me and that's why this woman it's such a beautiful story because she's just yeah desperation and and sometimes we have to get to that place of just desperation isn't that beautiful though when, when you get to that vulnerability, and I honestly, that's how became, we became yeah. friends. We yeah. had a, such a humility, a desperation, a vulnerability. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, when you're like bleeding open like that, you have the ability to connect with other people and to connect to Jesus. Otherwise, when you're just sitting there guarded and cold, which is something that I've struggled with in the past, is you don't you don't let anybody in. Yeah. You're like keeping the bad out, but you're keeping the good out as well. Yeah. Um, another thing about this woman is like, it's just a true testament about the fact that you, you have to do what you have to do to get to Jesus. Now she had to go through this crowd. She had to like really risk it all. And for us, that might look like a multitude of things. Who do you need to get out of your life to get close to Jesus? What idol do you need to get rid of? What thing is stopping you? What thing is in between you and Jesus? Whatever it is, you got to tear it down. you got to get rid of it. It's the truth. Um, I think another thing, too, is she spent how many years was it? Twelve. Twelve years. 
We don't know when God is going to reveal or heal, but mm-hmm. he is a good God mm-hmm. and he will. And sometimes it's going to take some time, but that's where the trust comes in. So good. For me, I had times where I didn't think I was ever going to be fulfilled in my life. It took me years, mm-hmm. but you got to just keep going yeah. to see the fruits of the spirit. And he will come through. There's things that he's doing behind the scenes that we just don't know. Yeah. But he's working. So And true. we have to believe that. And in the midst of not knowing what's going on, we have to just keep trusting mm-hmm. him and praising him. Yeah, I'm so happy you just said that. And it brought something to my mind of something that I do a lot. And because you said it like it's not up to us when he decides to heal or bring the blessing or bring whatever it is we're asking for. And I think a lot of the time I know for me, I when God is taking a long time, I'm like, oh, oh, don't worry, God, let me help you. Like, let me let me let me do something. And he's like, no, stop. Like, that's not what I'm asking you to do. And I'll go and like step out of God's will because I think I'm doing him a favor. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, he's truly just asking you to wait no matter how long it's going to take him. But isn't that the beauty of it? Yeah. Doesn't that take such a load off your back mm. that you don't have to do anything? Yeah. That's how I live my whole life in control Yeah. that I had to do this and that when really you just have to sit back and wait and rest in the waiting season and realize that there's going to be storms. There's nothing we can do about it, Mm -hmm. but just accepting the storm and riding it through with him instead of trying to control it. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Okay, guys, have fun studying the Bible with daily trivia and challenge your knowledge of scripture. Ara, can you name the town in which Jesus was born or the three kings that came to visit him when he was born? How about the number of apostles he had? Daily Bible trivia is a beautiful game that respects the Bible. Test and improve your knowledge of the gospel and the Bible. Get a beautiful daily Bible verse that you can share with your friends and save to your phone for inspiration. If you love improving your biblical knowledge like you know I do, you'll love Daily Bible Trivia. Download Daily Bible Trivia today to challenge yourself. Just go to the Apple or Google Store and search for Daily Bible Trivia. Download Daily Bible Trivia for free today and get ready to flex your brain muscles. Back to what we said, because when the woman says, if only I may touch his garment, and, and we're saying... It will literally determine whether or not we receive God's healing, the words that we say. Um, Because as we said before, we will create a block between us and God's blessing and his healing when we are speaking death over our situation. And it says in Mark 11, 23 to 24, For assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says." We know that the power of life and death is in the tongue. I am such a huge advocate on speaking, speaking in faith for whatever it is you want. God says, ask as if you've already received it Mm -hmm. and you will receive it. Now, that doesn't mean if I ask for a million dollars, he's going to give it to me. It Mm -hmm. means that whatever I ask that's within his will, that is for my good, his glory and the good of everybody involved, he will do it. It will be ours. But you cannot dilute your prayers with doubt. And like for me... I'll just touch into touch on my story of healing in my life. I have I as everybody knows, I've dealt with like extreme anxiety um, and panic attacks and obsessive thoughts. And um, I developed like really bad health anxiety. I always thought something was wrong with me and it would spiral me into panic attacks sometimes while I was driving. And it like it was really scary stuff. I learned 
through other people that the way to handle those situations is to speak out loud as if I'm already healed. I would start in the middle of a panic attack where I am not well. I will be like, thank you, Jesus, for healing me. Thank you, Jesus, for getting me through this. Thank you, Jesus, for my perfect health. Thank you that I don't have any anxiety. Mm -hmm. I speak about it as if it's already happened, and it does. That's how you bring healing, by faith. Yeah. Do you have a story? I I can vouch that for you. Um, You've taught me a lot about about that. Like, I'm so thankful for that. But do you have a story that you can share where you were in such panic and you feel like he healed you with your faith? Um, yeah, so many. The first thing that came to my mind, I remember one time I was going to, I was going to watch one of my friends fight, um, at a, like a UFC fight and I was driving and I was having such bad anxiety. I don't know why. And I felt like panic start to come on. I'm driving on the highway. I'm not feeling good. Um, and I remember praying being like, my prayer was like this. I was like, please, Jesus, please heal me. Please fix this. Please, Jesus. I'm like, I have this like almost like a cowardly, shy, reserved voice, like asking God. And then all of a sudden the Holy Spirit just went, like my whole body came up and I started declaring healing over myself, not asking that God is going to do it, but believing that he is. And mm. instantly I called my mom right after because I felt like something had legitimately left my body. Like you, you, you speak, you, you pray as if it's yours, like yeah. as if the promises that God has for us are ours and he does promise us healing. So pray as if it's yours already. God, I have goosebumps when you say that because the very first time you would, sorry, I tell this story a lot, (laughs) (laughs) but I love it. It's actually good for this episode. Which one? Well, the very first time that you prayed for me, instead of being asking Jesus, you declared it over me. And yeah. you were like, I I rebuke all this. I declare that all this evilness and all these bad thoughts and anxiety out of her right now. Yeah. And it was so powerful because I used to pray like, please, Jesus, please help me. Please yeah. help me. Because sometimes that's all we know. But the way you declared it over me and how it freed me was just it was incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like the, we forget the authority that we have in Mm -hmm. Jesus. Mm -hmm. And we talk about this all the time, like how sometimes we feel like churches in LA almost like shy away from the incredible authority that we have through Jesus. Like we are not a victim to any of these things through faith in God. We are saved by grace through faith, through that faith we receive authority right yeah over all of this stuff and you pray with that authority and that boldness yeah um man are you bold you too you're bold you're bold you taught me how to be bold i'm so proud of you the way that you have come into yourself the way that you because and your prayers have changed so much you used to pray please Please, jesus Jesus. please please uh jesus if you can do this (laughs) and now you're like because you know who jesus is you don't have to pray he is not just um like uh he is our good father but he's also a lion like he is a protective father and so we can pray to him in that authority and in that boldness and that's what you do i do love what you said where you said I always say if it's in your will, and I think that's a great point to make because we pray for things and it doesn't happen. And sometimes it doesn't happen because it really isn't in God's will and yeah. we have to trust him in that. Yeah. So I like to always say that now too, God, if it is in your will, if it is, because you know, it does say in scripture, pray like you've already received it. Mm-hmm. So sometimes people can think, oh, well, I haven't received it yet. 
well, it's because it might not be in God's will. Yeah. So it's really good and it's settling for me to be like, if it's in your will, God, and then you say a prayer. Exactly. I mean, you and I, we've said it before, we'll say it again, a little bit of control freaks. And, and so we, and it's, it's hard when you want something and you're God's not coming through with it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But that's where spiritual maturity comes mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. and to understand that. And we've really come a long way with being like, I mean, we've gotten to a point where truly things that are sent to destroy us just roll off of our back because of our faith in Jesus. And we understand that even in the worst of times, he knows what's up. He knows what he's doing. What do you mean? I used to be like, why? why? I, I pray. I've been praying for this for a year. What's going on? Yeah. I want to ask you, can you please, because your faith journey has been absolutely the most beautiful thing, the biggest honor of my life to watch. I've learned so much by watching you in your relationship with Jesus. Can you just tell me about your journey with faith? Because I know that he brought you to your knees to show you how to have faith. Yeah. I, um, you know, like I always say to you guys, I, I didn't grow up in a household of Christianity or faith. So to have to be able to trust a God that I knew nothing about was a really scary, vulnerable thing for me. And so when I had no choice but to run to him, I, um, I was thinking about a story, um, when I was in church and I love this story so much. Um, I, I was thinking about when I was down bad and I was, I spent hours, like probably five, six hours a day in church, just sitting there. And it was like the only place I had felt safe. And I kept praying for, for someone. Like I was like, can someone just comfort me? And I'm not kidding you. It was like an angel. It was, she, it was a nun. Her name was sister Anne. And she just came in. She was like 89 years old. And she quietly came and sat next to me. She saw how broken I was. I would just be weeping in my, in my hands every single day. And she was like, do you think I could take you in for some coffee and, and toast? <laughs> I was like so frail. And so she she, she lived in, um, she lived right next to the church. And I, I just looked at her and I was like, okay, yeah, sure. She held my hand and she took me into her home and she made me a cup of coffee. And she just sat by me and she said, just tell me your story. And at the time... I had, I had, so I had a dog who I was my whole world. I had lost my dog. I had lost so everything that I felt like I loved. So I lost my dog. I lost someone that was really close to me to cancer. He was the closest person to me. He was my stepdad. And then I was in a three and a half year relationship that completely fell apart. And so, and it was, it seemed like it was all at once in the span of two years. Mm. And so when I, when, when, I, when I lost all of that, I was just completely broken to the point where I, I had no choice but to have to have faith. R, did you know that traditional bed sheets can harbor more bacteria than a toilet seat? It can lead to acne, allergies, and stuffy noses, and it's just gross. But we have a solution because Miracle Made offers a whole line of self-cleaning, eco-friendly bedding such as sheets, pillowcases, and comforters that prevent 99% of bacteria and require three times less laundry. They use silver-infused fabrics inspired by NASA and are self-cooling to keep you at the perfect temperature all night. They're self-cleaning because they're infused with silver that prevent up to 99.7% of bacterial growth. Miracle sheets are luxuriously comfortable without the high price tag of other luxury brands, and they feel nicer than the sheets at the five-star hotels. 
And miracle sheets are designed for your skin. You guys, stop sleeping on bacteria. It leads to clogged pores and acne and breakouts. Go to trymiracle.com slash GGB to try Miracle Made Sheets today. If you order today, you can save over 40%. And if you use promo code GGB at checkout, you'll get three towels and save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product. You have a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash GGB and use code GGB to claim your free three-piece towel set and save 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash GGB. Thank you, Miracle Made, for sponsoring this video. I remember just telling her, well, why is this happening? Well, it's I'm never going to see the, the light at the end of the tunnel. Nothing's ever going to get better. Where do I go? What do I do? And her just holding my hand and looking me in the eyes and being like, she was like, my child, you have so little faith. And she said this, that, that scripture, that she said, you walk by faith, not by sight. Mm -hmm. And I had never even heard scripture before. And when she had said that to me, I was just like, you walk by faith, not by sight. You walk by faith, not by sight. And I swear that little saying carried me through. And that was the start of my journey of faith and just trusting him and surrendering it to him every single day. It, was, it, was, it wasn't easy, but I, every day I just kept giving it to him and giving it to him. And it's in those moments of brokenness where he, it, that his grace, yeah. he's, he's there. At the, and sometimes, honestly, it was the worst time of my whole life and the most painful, but sometimes I wish I could go back there because that was those were the moments where I, I had him. I found him. Yeah. Like he was right there to like he was like holding me in his arms and and in in my brokenness, in the cracks of my brokenness, he was showing me miracles, like showing me that he was right there for me. It was it was the most painful journey I'd ever been through but the most beautiful. And he brought me through that brokenness to bring me to my purpose and to my life. And so I just encourage everyone who's in such a storm that it's so for a reason. Absolutely. And he's right there with you. So just have faith. Faith. Mm. Yeah, that faith carried you through and that faith produced like goodness and blessings in your life because before that when, before that you're instead of having faith you just like me and everybody else we have complaining and we have speaking death over our situation we have but why this but why that but this is never going to get better and and like God brought you to a place where he said no you have to have faith in you me it's the to. only way that you're going to get better well think about it when you're living in a state of, of fear and anxiety, what is that? Yeah. That's living, you're, you're not in peace. No. Your life will never be good. And I lived my whole life because that's how I was taught as a kid, to be worried, to, to, to just control everything on your own, that you have to figure everything out on your own since I was a yeah. little girl. So I didn't know any better. Yeah. So now, then when I, when I realized that you can sit back and trust God because he works things all out for the greater good, He's never going to let us down. We just have to hang in there yeah. and really trust him. Um, my, I mean, both of us, our lives are just, our lives will never be, there's always going to be storms, but life is so good. Life can be so good if you just trust him. You have the ability to heal 
bad things are always going to happen. They are. That's just the way that life is. We live in a fallen world. Like bad things will happen. We have the ability to heal through Jesus from everything that happens, everything that's sent to hurt us. God will immediately heal and restore Mm -hmm. those things which were lost. I really, I want to, um, can we go to John 5 really quick? Yeah. So I want to read this story about how I love this story so much. And it, there's one specific part in it that I think is really important we take a look at. So it's a man healed at the pool of Bethesda, John chapter five. After this, there was a feast of the Jews and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is in Jerusalem by the sheep gate, a pool, which is called in Hebrew Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made well of whatever disease he had. So basically, many people at the pool of Bethesda believe that it was the churning of the water or the pagan spirits in natural springs that could possibly heal them. And I want to note that I just think it's so cute that Jesus, the true healer, the only healer, the only one that brings Mm -hmm. true permanent um, eter- healing for eternity. Uh, he went to this place of healing to actually heal this man. Um, now a certain man was there who had an infirmity 38 years when Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he already had been in that condition a long time. Jesus said to him, do you want to be made well? The sick man answered him, sir, I have no man to put me in the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I am coming, another steps down before me. Jesus said, rise, rise, take your bed and walk. And immediately the man was made well, took up his bed and walked. So I want to go over this a little bit because Jesus said to this man, and I think it's so important we focus on it. He said, do you want to be made well? He didn't just heal him right away. He asked him, do you want to be made well? And I think a lot of times we think, of course we want to, we think we want to be made well. Of course we want to be healed. We want to move on from the past. We want to um, get better in this situation and give up this sin and not live like this anymore. But do you actually want that or do you just say that you want it? Mm-hmm. Because if you actually want it, you have to come into alignment and into agreement with God about it and take the necessary steps to become well. Oh, it's so, you know? it's, that is, so it is so true. And I think there are a lot of people, me being one of them in the past when I was younger, where I would be like, God, why can't you heal me? Why? But I'm stuck in the mess that I'm in, uh, staying in there, doing wrong. Do Like, you know what I mean? And just not. Yeah. And I see it all the time with people. And it's hard because people really are just so broken. Yeah. And I've been there when I'm like laying in bed and I physically cannot get out. Like, yeah. it's really, really hard. But I'm telling you guys, if you guys push through and you fight through it and you chase after God and you keep going, um, there is healing at the end of the tunnel. There is there, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. There is healing. He's right there to meet you where you are and he's right there to help you and lift you up and heal you. You just have to fight through it and keep going. And want it and, and, and truly want it with your whole mm-hmm, heart. Mm-hmm. I, I also want to touch on the fact that, so God, Jesus literally says to him, do you want to be made well? The guy 
The sick man answered him and said, Sir, I have no man to put me in the pool when the water is stirred, but while I'm coming, another step. So basically he's saying, Jesus is saying, would you like me to heal you? And he can't even see Jesus. He's not even focused on the fact that he has a healer right in front of him that will heal him. He's like, well, I want to be healed, but I can't get down there to the water where the healing is. So like, there's nothing I can do. Mm-hmm. And when I read it, I was just thinking about how often we, Jesus is sitting there looking at us being like, I have the answer for you. And you're like, but like, I'm focused on this situation. Mm-hmm. And, and and it reminds me of like new age practices and all this stuff that is such a distraction. Mm-hmm. And we look for healing in all these places, but instead of searching for healing, search for the healer. Yeah. Pursue yeah. the healer and be healed. Yes. Yes. You know? Yes. I really, I want to touch on your... Because uh, we, we don't have to get into it too much. Um, but I, I do wonder about, because you've dealt with mental health stuff and you've had so much healing, like an insane amount of healing, truly miraculous. Like I almost wish you had a camera on you so yeah, people no. could see the incredible yeah. transformation in your life and in your mind. Yeah. And just talk about that a little bit because. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's true. I suffered from severe anxiety and depression. When I met you, I was in the thick of it. I mean, I don't even know how you dealt with me some days. With joy. Um, But I was healed. Yeah, I I truly, truly, by the grace of God, he healed me not to say that I don't struggle because I do. But God is a healer. Mm -hmm. This is why I'm here right now. This is why I I, want to do this every week. I'm obsessed with it. I'm obsessed with Jesus. I'm obsessed (laughs) with teaching people because I was at the point of my life because of my history with my family struggling with it that I thought, oh, this is just, this is just going to get worse. It's only going to get worse from here as I I get older. I truly, um, I, I don't, struggle anymore. I'm so clothed in 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 God in his word and and I and that's why I'm I make it a point every single day to read the word, to pray, to to just clothe myself in God because he healed me. Yeah. I can I okay, well I'll talk about it for you. I have seen the number one thing that I've seen in you is your thought process and mm-hmm. we went over it recently how you had said something like um you, you made a comment about how you're upset that like your mind, it's harder for you to take your thoughts captive sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. And I told you like, you have gone your whole life being a certain way, not be, like not knowing Jesus like that, not knowing the power of prayer and the authority that we have in Jesus to take those thoughts captive. You only, like it's just been a couple of years, like you have, but just in that short amount of time, the difference that I've seen, your ability, when I first met you, it was truly worst case scenario in every situation. Yeah. Not because you wanted to be like that you couldn't help it that's I just help it's it. the way your brain is wired yeah, yeah. like you were everything was to the negative because trauma because things yeah. happen because your family stuff because that's just the way you didn't have anybody you didn't know that Jesus was the prince of peace and yeah. that he would bring peace to those thoughts yeah and you take your thoughts captive and you make them obedient to Christ yeah. I didn't understand it I was letting my thoughts uh, uh, control me and keep me in prison. Yeah, like exactly. truly, my my thoughts kept me in prison. It was it was hell. I was actually living in hell for a long time. I went through the same thing. Yeah, 
you he got healed through your anxiety. That was your biggest thing with faith. Oh, that's, I mean, that's my whole testimony. That's my journey with Jesus is that I su- suffered with severe panic attacks and anxiety. And I literally thought that I was going to be that way for the rest of my life. And I started praying over myself just through prayer, just through reading God's word. And over time, God, next week is my actually my four years of sobriety. Um, and we're really we'll do, we're going to kind of do a whole episode. It's going to be Thanksgiving. We're going to do a whole thing. But God, I just I like I, I've read some journal entries of me during that time. I truly did not think that I was going to make it out alive. I thought mm-hmm. that it was going to kill me. Mm-hmm. And God is a surgeon. We don't understand that everything that goes on up here is it's psychological and there's and it's mental health and whatever. It's also spiritual. God has authority over all of it. Mm-hmm. And he is a surgeon and he can literally go into your brain and rewire it, change it, change. You could have lived a certain way your entire life thinking worst case scenario, always looking at the negative, always waiting for something bad to happen. And he can literally change it like a doctor. No, it's, it's, it's true. I, 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 I used to wait for, I used to catastrophic, cat, no, I used to catastrophicize. No, I used to wait for um, for something bad to happen all the time. Now I truly spend all day like a golden retriever waiting for good things to happen because Jesus went into my brain and I asked him to make me think like that. And he did. Yeah. You guys, we are so happy about today's sponsor, HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. The holidays are right around the corner and HelloFresh can help take the stress out of dinner by delivering everything you need to cook up tasty meals right to your door, saving you tons of time. The holiday season can be hectic and that's where HelloFresh's 15-minute meals come in. These quick fixes help you get a wholesome meal on the table in less time than it takes to get a delivery. Are you hosting this holiday? Because HelloFresh is the best way to make all of your guests happy. As you guys know, I am a massive HelloFresh fan. And recently, we had the privilege, me and Ari, to make so many HelloFresh meals at home. Okay, I typically don't like this stuff. I'm going to be honest. I am obsessed with HelloFresh. They're real, like... They're like five-star meals. I'm not even kidding. Five-star meals. I, I am like, I, I am learning so much with my cooking. I, I, I wouldn't say I'm the best cook. <laughs> I'm getting there. But these meals taste incredible. They taste incredible, and there's absolutely no way to mess it up, which is what I love. That's what I love. It comes perfectly pre-portioned, and they give you like a step-by-step yeah. manual of what yeah. to do. And it just, it's effortless every time. It's so easy and just delicious. I'm such a fan. We have an incredible deal today for you guys. You go to HelloFresh.com slash GGBFree, use code GGBFree, and you get free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash GGBFree using code GGBFree. Thank you, HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. I think it's important that we realize who Jesus is and we realize the point of the cross and why he went to the cross. God wants us to be healthy. Like if we think we want healing, imagine God cares 
God cares about us and loves us more than we care about us and love us. And we're so narcissistic that we can't even understand that. But like he wants us to be healed even more than we want to be healed. Mm -hmm. That's why he literally came. God came down in human form to die on the cross for our sins. Mm -hmm. Every sin, every illness, every mental health problem, every wrong, every evil, everything died on the cross with Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's the point. That's why he came. Mm -hmm. Um, First Peter 224 says he himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness by his wounds you have been healed Mm -hmm. by his stripes we are healed when they say by his stripes we are healed if you i don't know if you've ever seen the passion of the christ but um or even read the bible but in the bible before jesus went to the cross he was tortured Mm -hmm. and they I can't even like, it brings chills to my whole body. They whipped his back. They, he had, it's very gruesome. It's heartbreaking. It's devastating what our savior had to go through for us. Don't ever forget the gravity of the gospel. Don't ever forget how it's beautiful. And it's a love story of what Jesus did for us, but it's the most heartbreaking thing. And we should really carry the, the weight of the cross with us every single day. Mm -hmm. Um, but so those stripes that they're talking about are the stripes on his back. And by his stripes, we are healed. Yeah. And I just want to read one more time. Isaiah 53. Uh, f- what? Sorry. Isaiah 53, four to six. Yet it was our weaknesses that Jesus carried. It was our sorrows that weighed him down. And we thought his troubles were a punishment from God, a punishment for his own sins. But he was pierced for our rebellion crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. All of us, like sheep, have strayed away. We have left God's paths to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on him, on Jesus, the sins of us all. That's why we receive healing. Yeah. Because of what Jesus did. Yeah. I I truly don't go throughout my day not thinking about what Jesus did for us and that I have, because I've come through so much, just like you have and just like everybody has, because I've come through so much and healed from so much and gotten out of situations that were so dark that I thought I was going to live in for the rest of my life. I know that it's only by the blood of Jesus that I have the ability to heal that way. He's just, he is just so faithful He's so good, mm-hmm. and when we can really sit in that and realize that, we won't have to be in such pain and agony. Yeah. And when he showed me how good he was, I really, I can live a life in peace. Yeah. I can live a life to know that no matter what, he's got me. 100%. No matter what, he is gonna, he is gonna work everything out for the greater good. Even when I have those little moments of doubt and 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 I'm in that scarcity mindset, because we all get there once in a while. Even when we do have God, I know I saw. I am. My testimony is like, it's it's a. If you want to look at somebody's testimony, you look at mine. I was really in a very very awful place, and he brought me up and so if he can bring me up and we sit here and we're we're like oh no he won't do it for me oh yes he will Mm -hmm. he loves you so much 
He loves you so much. I love Hebrews um, 11, verse 6. And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. And it's so true. We can sit there and be like, oh, yeah, he's got me. But we have to seek him. He's right there just waiting for us. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He's waiting for us. And the minute I started to seek him and, and started to, he saw me making that effort to build my relationship with him. That's when he started working so fast in my life. Yeah. Oh. It was like miracle, 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 miracle. Mm -hmm. It was like the most beautiful, the most beautiful journey, the most painful, but beautiful journey. You just have to seek him. You have to. That's why we say, you guys, open your Bibles in the morning, put your worship on, go to church. We're mm -hmm. not saying this for no reason. It's because we, he needs a he wants you to build a relationship with him. That's when he can start moving mm -hmm. and doing the work in mm -hmm. your life. I, I just I love that what it says about how we must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. It's like Jesus I always think about this how because it, he, Jesus says, um, "Your faith has made you well. Mm -hmm. Your faith has made you well." He doesn't say like, "I have made you well." I, I, Jesus doesn't need to come down and put his hands on us physically and and to create to perform a miracle of healing. Our faith in Jesus alone, the faith in and of itself, is healing. It brings healing. If I am in a severe depression, but I develop a faith that I'm going to get out of it, it's not just that Jesus is doing the miracle. Mm -hmm. It's that, that, that faith is healing. It's healing me. That faith brings healing. So it's like where there is despair and um, loneliness and disappointment, having faith that God will bring hope. It brings that hope to the situation and heals it hope. in, in place. Yeah. Yeah. Hope is, hope is, is a big one and strength. And, and I, I, I think about it because some people, I just, I try to put myself in people's positions who are in a storm right now yeah. who are like faith. How, how I can know. I trust them? I'm hurting. I'm broken. And, and, and faith and strength doesn't, always mean you got to look your best or you got to do your best or you got to feel your best. It means that you just can't take another day. You mm -hmm. can't take another day, but you still keep going. Yeah. That's what faith is. And that's what strength looks like. And that's where he's going to meet you right there and just lift you up and just change your life. Mm -hmm. And uh, God it says if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, mm -hmm. it's all you need. Yeah. Like God, you don't know how much God will reward even that just little bit of faith. I, when I first started this thing with Jesus, like I didn't, I didn't, I was, for just, I was desperate. I was mm -hmm. truly, I was past my breaking point. I was desperate for him. Mm -hmm. And I just, I remember I would wake up in the morning and I'd say little things. I didn't even fully have faith. I didn't really believe. I didn't know if I was going to get out of this situation, but I'd wake up and go, okay, Jesus, another day. I trust you. I think, I hope, I hope you're going to, you know what I mean? But that little bit of faith carried, it planted a seed and it grew and it grew. And then I started to reap the benefits of just that little faith. Oh, I have chill bumps. It's in those moments yeah. when you're like, God, I don't know what's going on. I'm in such a storm, but I know you're working. Mm. And it's in those moments where he's like, okay, 
okay, Ariel, now I can move in your life and now I can do what I need to do yeah. once he sees that. But it, like Angela was saying, if you sit there and you speak death and you keep saying, oh, no, I can't, I can't, I can't. And you're in that scarcity mindset and you're resisting, you're, and you're resisting, and you're not trusting him. Exactly. It's just delaying the process of your life of what he has for you. A hundred percent. Yeah. I love this story um, about Sarah and Abram. Um, an Abraham about how they were like 90 years old and God had told them like, you're going to conceive a baby. And they both individually laughed in God's face. Mm -hmm. And they were like, what are you talking Mm -hmm. about? Imagine laughing in God's face. Like that's very silly. And so much so to the point where Sarah was about to give her like handmaiden to have a kid with her husband, because Mm -hmm. she just like how I said earlier about how if God's taking too long, we're like, Oh, let me help you. And he's like, I don't need your help. I got it. Um, in Hebrews 11, 11 and, and Sarah ultimately did end up conceiving a baby at her old age. And she lived for like 35 more years Mm -hmm. to, to be with her child. Mm -hmm. Um, and it says by faith, Sarah herself, received power to conceive even when she was past the age since she considered him faithful who had promised we have to remember that we don't just have faith for no reason we have we have faith because god is faithful we have faith because even when we're faithless he's faithful thank you jesus that he's merciful and he his love is unconditional because if i was him i'd be like i you guys don't deserve my faithfulness because of how often you're faithless well it's true because when i look back on my life he's never let me down no. he's always provided he's always shown me hey look i did it again so it's like, how can we not have faith? How mm-hmm. can we not sit there and be like, I, I I, don't trust you? He's never let me down. Never. He's shown me that over and over and over again. You know, 100%. so how can we not? He's so good. He's a good God. Even if you just feel like w- nothing is going your way, he's working, you oh, guys. Yeah. He's working. I just want to say to whoever is is listening to us, I don't know what it could be in your life right now that you need healing from. Maybe it's mental, emotional, physical, situational, relational. I don't know. Maybe your marriage is you're suffering in your marriage or in your job or in something. But all I know that Jesus, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, did not come down and get up on a cross and die for us, die for our sins, die for these issues that we have for nothing. He rose again three days later. Like he, the same spirit that raised God, Jesus from the dead, dwells within us to overcome these situations and bring us healing. It's supernatural. Like, I don't care if people think we're weird and spiritual. It is mystical. It's incredible. Miraculous things. If the doctors can say there's no cure and Jesus will say, I don't think so. I have a cure and I am the cure. I promise you. So whatever you're going through, Jesus will heal you right now. Just receive it in Jesus name that he's taking care of you. He's healing you from whatever is going on and say all day, Jesus, I receive your healing. I receive your healing. You guys, if if Jesus can take this girl right here that didn't even think I could get through another day, had no idea even who he was. I know. Had no idea even what the Bible is and takes me and has me speak here teaching you guys. Believe me, he's going to do miracles in your life. Miracles. That's the kind of God he is. And and once you... Faith is something that needs to be exercised too. It's not just that you have faith and you say it. You have to exercise your faith. You have to make decisions, take risks. You have to hear God's voice tell you to do something that goes against your flesh or your. it brings you out of your comfort zone and you do it. If you, Once you apply faith... 
God, the power of God will come into that situation. But without exercising your faith, you're just, you're stuck. You're not like reaping the benefits of having God be the Lord of your life when you're just sitting back afraid, not doing anything. You yeah. have to exercise your faith. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm telling you, that's why when everyone says, how, like, how did you find God? How did you, how did you muster up to, to get the faith that you have? It's because I seriously made it a priority before my career, before my family, before anything else. Mm -hmm. I made it a priority to get a, to have a relationship with him yeah. before anything else. I was like, I need purpose so bad. I haven't worked in months. Yeah. I don't know what to do. But when he was showing me these little signs and these little miracles of I, I had a father that was there with me showing that somebody was there with me. I was like, OK, I need to really make this a priority. And when I did, that is when he changed my life rapidly. A hundred percent. That's the kind of God he is. He's such a good God. And and without him, we are nothing. We and we are gonna live a life in darkness. I see it in people's eyes. Yeah. I go out and I see people that don't have God. I see it. People that try to just rely on themselves and get through lives on their get through their own life on their own. I can see it. It's it's hard. It's dark. It's it's painful. That and I, I see people looking for healing in, in many different areas and many different avenues and to all these different types of practices. And I don't care how annoying it is. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody gets to the Father except through him. Mm -hmm. Do you want real healing? Do you want healing that lasts? Healing that you don't have to repay in any way? Jesus is the ultimate healer. He will He will pour out peace to every broken part. He will give you strength. He will give you hope. He will give you everything that you need to overcome. He's the only way. I think about the times when I was in so much pain and just crying out in prayer. Prayer was what saved my life so much. And the the overwhelming amount of peace he would just give me, mm -hmm. that gift of peace. He gave me the gift of peace and he gave me the gift of how to cope. Yeah. Because now when things happen to me, the way I cope is like, whoa. And you need that in this but that's life. What, yeah, that's what your faith is. Your faith is this is the ability to not let a situation put you under. Mm -hmm. Your faith is what like things can be bad and you can be anxious and you can go through hard times, but you have the ability to be like, this isn't the end of the story. It's yeah. not going to always feel like this. Yeah. That's what we say whenever we're going through a hard time. We're always like, it's just not always going to feel this way. I know. It is right now. And that's okay. I know. We're going to get through it. And that's where the faith comes in. I know. And Romans 5, God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. We rejoice in our sufferings. When you keep enduring through the suffering, it produces patience, yeah. which produces character, which produces hope. And that's all you have to hang on to. I know it's hard sometimes to have faith when you're in a storm and you can't see your way out. Just hold on to hope. Mm. Be relentless with faith. Know that it's all going to work out. He's right with you. Even if you can't see it or if you can't feel it or if you don't know what is happening, he's working it all out for you. Yeah.
He's working it all out. So have faith, rest in that, understand that, know that. That's the truth. It's in scripture. The Bible is the truth. Mm. And that is the truth. He's working everything out for you guys. Isn't that amazing that we can sit back and know that, that he's such a good God. He's not against us. He's for us. He loves us. He's not trying to punish us. Well, we're on this topic, and I feel, ah, Jesus, I love you so much, Lord. I I really want to invite everyone to say a prayer with us. If you haven't yet received Jesus into your life, into Mm. your heart as the Lord of your life, it's the best decision you can make, I promise you. We want to invite anybody who hasn't accepted Jesus yet to come and say this prayer with us. It's the best thing you can ever do for yourself, not just for your life on earth, but then for all of eternity afterwards. And we would love to see you guys in heaven. We want all of GGB gang in heaven with us. So please, we invite you. Even if you said it before, you can say it again. Mm -hmm. I love giving my life to Jesus like 10 times a day, honestly. So dear Lord Jesus, I know that I'm a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust you and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In your name, amen. I love that. I love you. And we love love you you guys so much. We just, I pray in the name of Jesus that God enters every single one of your lives, in your hearts, in your minds, and, and whatever place needs healing, I ask that he pours out a supernatural healing, a transformative healing. I ask that he heals you right now in a way that changes you forever, and he will, and receive it. I promise you he will. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he turn his face towards you and give you peace Peace. and healing in Jesus' name. We love you so much, guys. You're our everything. Truly, you're our everything. We love you.